0: Hello and welcome to the Feminine as Fuck podcast. I'm your host, Monica Yates, a period and women's life coach, where I help women to harness the power of their period and connect back to their true superpowers. In these episodes, we will be talking about all things periods, vaginas, hormones, women's health, sex, confidence, food, femininity, and all the stuff that goes through our heads. You will walk away from each episode with new nuggets and truth bombs, as I don't seem to have a filter, and I love talking about all the shit that people are too afraid to say, but everyone is thinking. Oh, we are back. We are back. Firstly, I want to say that I know in the beginning, I was doing like every Tuesday an episode was coming out. I didn't actually say, like I didn't... I did not set the expectation that every Tuesday an episode was going to be coming out, but I'm aware that it was, it happened to be every Tuesday. So I want to reiterate, and I said this in the first episode, but I want to just touch on it again, that the reason why I'm doing this podcast is literally for the ability for you guys to get free, really valuable information. And all I ask in return, no one's been nagging me, but I just want to like put this out there. Um, All I ask in return is that you guys understand that the last thing that I need to do for myself right now, because I'm really working on continuing to connect to my feminine, is have some other deadline I have to do. I've already got clients that book in other deadlines to do, blah, blah, blah. Computer is also currently not functioning at optimal peak level. Um, Anyway, so I wanted to just reiterate that I'm I'm literally doing these podcasts when I feel inspired. Sometimes I record like 3 in a day if I have time. Others I don't re- record any in a week. So I'm going to double up in recording this this week and that sort of stuff because I've got my surgery next week. So I'll be a little bit like fucked. Um anyway, today I'm so excited. We're going to talk about period pain. I get so many questions about period pain and um, I wanted to just give you guys some um, things to do, some things to start trying, all that jazz. As per usual, you are always welcome to book in with me for a strategy session, um, which is a one-off session. There's no obligation or anything, but you'll get all your questions answered, and I will give you a, like, customized um, plan for the next three months for you to go through. Now, the reason why I say three months is it actually takes 90 days for your follicle to come around into ovulation. So what's really important is that whilst, you know, you're You'll, you'll often notice that your cramping and stuff will reduce pretty quickly. I want you guys to give yourself three months before you really judge the whether things are quote-unquote working or not. Um, do not expect that you're going to get a miracle overnight because that's just not how our period works. So, for example, a lot of women, you know, after in about February, beginning of March, the so beginning of this month, have had like sent me messages about cramping and stuff, and that's because we're on the back of Christmas. So everyone's gone through that stressful Christmas time, drinking lots, eating lots of food with sugar in it, that sort of stuff, and it's then like about three months later that it's showing up, and that is because of how our cycle works. So when you are getting any sort of like period pain firstly I don't think about what you did yesterday or that week like honestly that week is not going to make as much of a difference as what it was last month and the two months beforehand so I want you to think about and that's why it's really great oh my god I still haven't done my fucking period tracker okay I need to put that in my calendar and I'm literally gonna do it right fucking now I'm talking to you guys calendar for tomorrow I've got an hour spare and it's going to go in as do fem flow journal I need to get that shit organized. Okay. So um, what I was going to say was, what was I saying? I'm uh, um, um, 30 days, 30 days, 30 days. Um, I'm going to have to do it again and go back and listen to what I just said. One second. Okay, we're back. What I was going to say, what I was going to say, was that that because it takes sunny days, that's why it's really great to track your period and your life. So, on my website, um, I've got a free download which is the Moon and Menstrual Tracker, and I actually really like the Moon and Menstrual Tracker because it gives you plenty of space for you to write in each day, like you know, stressed, fight with boyfriend, um, you know, stuck in traffic, or nearly got hit by a car, or whatever it is, because then. Two months later, if you're having a period pain. You can go back and be like, hmm, what could this have been? And you can start connecting the dots. And then you give yourself answers because we're all so different. So um, if you haven't done that, I would definitely recommend you go do that. But I'm still going to give you guys a ton of tips. But I want you to remember that it does take a while sometimes. And it's really, really important that you don't just look at this month but the months beforehand. So Period pain is caused by the release of prostaglandins and prostaglandins are just um, inflammatory cytokines and we all have them. It's when you have too many. So, It's caused by the release of too many prostaglandins in your uterus and having more estrogen and less progesterone that can also result in higher levels of prostaglandins and therefore more period pain. So again, as I was saying in one of the earlier episodes is that estrogen dominance has a lot to do with any sort of period issues. That is literally, and I'm going to say this crystal fucking clear, your first step is to flush out excess estrogen because majority of the time that is what's causing your problems so step one do that um okay and that's also gonna help your period pain and it's gonna help you heavy bleeding it's gonna help literally everything i've also got um make sure you guys go onto my blog as well because before i started my podcast i was doing about a blog post a week and I, there is a lot of information on there about period pain pms what your period should look like like the color of your period oh maybe i'll quickly touch on that as well um well, I can. I'll do it right now. So basically, if your period is really, really heavy and it's like quite, really, really dark red, um, you know, and it's blood clots, that's dominance. If you find that your blood has got like it's dark brown and almost looks a bit old um, and oxidized, that's because the blood is old and it's not coming out of your uterus really, really um, clean. Uh, not um, that's a bad choice of words. It's not coming. It's 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 hanging out in your uterus longer than it's bargained for. So if you have a little bit of blood left over from last time, like your cycle beforehand, and it might come out now, the reason being for this is that your circulation isn't optimal and that's why yoga is really great but also that's why I like things like abdominal massage is really awesome lymphatic drainage making sure that you're not having too many cold foods because those cold foods also slow down your circulation it takes away from your chi energy spelt qi and i think i talked about this one of the other podcast episodes i can't remember um and when you're eating too many cold foods it's going to slow down your circulation so having lots of warm foods and i'm gonna have a curry for lunch after i do this um if you find that you're period is like bright red really amazing robust color that's fantastic go you um if it's looking a bit light and bit like you know a sort of millennial pink or um something like that it, it could be actually because you're low in estrogen um so that's a different kettle of fish and I do have a youtube video about low estrogen i will do another podcast episode on low estrogen because that is something else to talk about especially in terms of libido and then if you've got like a drop of your period like it's it's not heavy enough to wear a tampon your period is way too light and again that is generally speaking um loss of uh uh, too little estrogen um so that's just that really quick really quick note okay so period pain can be caused from many different things besides prostaglandins um you know it's things can affect your prostaglandins so things like inflammation is going to obviously upregulate prostaglandin production zinc deficiency as well because zinc helps to lower inflammation excess estrogen like i've already said low progesterone so low progesterone has that anti-anxiety antidepressant anti-inflammation effect so when you don't have a really like a massive amount of progesterone coming in after you drop off ovulation it's not counterbalancing the rise in estrogen around ovulation i go through all of this in really great depth and with diagrams in my turning off your period problems program ladies i if you have a period issue do yourself the favor whether you need to save up the money or whether you need to ask your mum, you need to get my turning off your period problems program because it will give you all the answers you need plus you it's so educational because I I show you what is happening in your uterus. I show you the diagrams and what's happening with your hormones so you can actually visualize what is happening for yourself. So I'll put the link in the description and I really recommend that you go have a read of that. Um, Also, um, you know the copper IUD can make you um, have really bad period pain, but we're not going to touch on that. We are talking about, you know, this. Yeah, I'm going to preface: if you have period pain and you're on the pill, step one: get the fuck off the pill. If you have period pain and you're in any, you're on any sort of hormonal birth control, it's going to make it worse because it's going to make your estrogen dominance worse. I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. Any hormonal birth control is not fixing any issue. It's putting a Band-Aid on your problem. And I'm going to be doing on the, let me check my calendar. Um, I think it's like the 18th of April or something. Let me just double check. I'm going to do it on the 13th of April, Saturday, the 13th of April, Sydney time. I'm going to do a online free workshop about the art of coming off the hormone, I'm um, hormonal birth control. So if you are on the pill and you're afraid of coming off it or whatever, or on the IUD or the rod or whatever, make sure that you come to that. It is free because I want to give you ladies this help because it breaks in my heart that women aren't getting the help and I don't want money to be a barrier to entry um so make sure that you come to that pot that um that online workshop but the bottom line is this all the stuff that I'm telling you is for once you are off the pill and you've done the um the, the detox and stuff when you come off the pill don't worry it's no fucking juice cleanse I hate juice cleanses they are gonna fuck your period more literally because they're gonna stress your body out um Okay, so what actually happens is in the lining of your uterus, your uterus lining starts to break down at the end of your cycle and that releases prostaglandins, these inflammatory cytokines. They stimulate your uterine muscles, so the muscle in your uterus, to contract and dilate with the shedding of the lining. That is why, so you know how when your muscles are really tight and you take magnesium and it relaxes your muscles, it does the same thing for the lining of the uterus. Okay, so the muscle the lining of your uterus, um, the muscle is gonna start to contract and dilate. When you have magnesium, it's gonna relax a little bit, which is why it helps period pain. Um, prostaglandins are a really normal part of the process. We all have them. It's just that the too many, too many prostaglandins that's what causes the pain. So the things I'm basically saying today, which I'm gonna go into depth, some depth about, is avoid cow's dairy, identify a histamine intolerance and treat that so things like for example bone broth is going to worsen histamine intolerance so if you have histamine intolerance and a really great example for this is like you get bloated or you get itchy or you get a sore throat like an itchy throat after you have bone broth that's histamine intolerance doesn't mean that you can never have bone broth it means that we need to address histamine intolerance and make that make sure the flare goes down so that you can start having these really good foods again um, you also want to obviously reduce inflammation big time. So cutting out sugar, gluten, grains, alcohol, coffee, stress, all those things. Though all of those things I've just listed, they increase inflammation we want, and we want to be decreasing the inflammation. I've already said magnesium, zinc, turmeric, and lots and lots of healthy fats. I'm going to go through all of this all now, but that is it in a nutshell. So first up with dairy, the problem with dairy is a protein called the A1 casein. For some people, the A1 casein is inflammatory. So this is about 70% of the adult population because it stimulates the immune system to generate um, inflammatory cytokines, aka prostaglandins in your uterus. Um, the A1 casein found in dairy also reduces the production of your natural anti-inflammatory molecule glutathione. So glutathione. That's why turmeric is really great because turmeric increases the production of glutathione from your liver, which is your master detoxifier and master anti-inflammatory sort of compound in your body. And and having too much dairy is going to reduce the production of this anti-inflammatory compound, aka not good. I know it's a bit of a double negative. Um, some signs of you really needing to cut back on the dairy because it isn't for everybody, but it does help the majority of people. Things like acne, obviously the period pain, PMS, heavy periods, and the histamine intolerance get rid of the dairy, especially conventional dairy. So, going to fucking Woolies and getting some bigger cheese or cracker barrel or whatever it's called, they are general standard cheeses that have God knows what put in them, God knows what process god knows what the cows are eating or not eating or stressed environment or whatever if you're going to have dairy and i and i'm never i mean me personally i guess to, for some people i'm an extremist because i'm like i won't eat dairy but if you're on holiday and you're in italy and there's parmesan cheese on top of your pasta like fucking eat it you're in fucking italy like it would actually be rude not to however this is for the majority of the time and remember when you're in those situations where you're like on holiday and you're having some cheese and crackers or whatever your body is so relaxed that it can actually deal with these more inflammatory things because it has the ability to break it down when you are in a stressed everyday environment aka like every single day of our lives that's in the modern life if you're working and you're not like you know chilling by the beach of Byron reading a book every day so if you are in any sort of stressed environment even if you think you're not stressed chances are you are um your blood is being sent away from your digestive system because your digestive system is not quote-unquote um a, like, um, a number one priority... In your body. Your number one priority organs are your lung and lungs, lung, that's good. Your lungs and your heart and those sort of things. Because if you're in a quote unquote dangerous situation, which you are because you're stressed, so that's all your brain sees. It's not, it doesn't matter about your digestive system and your reproductive system. That's why it sends blood away from those areas into your heart and your lungs and your extremities. So your arms and your legs, so you can run from the saber-toothed tiger, but you don't need to run from the saber-toothed tiger. So when you're in a stressed environment, don't go having a bowl of pasta because your body is full. Fuck no, not going to be able to digest it. If you are in a holiday in Italy, your body can digest it. Hope that makes things clear. So we don't need to go to full extremes here. It's just like the general everyday sort of thing. You want to be avoiding dairy. Um, also, somebody asked yesterday in my Mondays with Monica Q&A on my Instagram that um, – about like how can I get calcium if I don't have dairy. Dairy doesn't actually give you much calcium. It doesn't actually have that much calcium. You can get a lot of calcium from nuts, from your leafy greens, from eggs, from bone broth if you can have bone broth if you don't have a histamine intolerance. Um, K2 that's found in um, egg yolks, dark chicken meat, butter, um, full-fat dairy, the really, really high quality, please, if we're going to go there if you're pregnant, for example. Um, liver is a good uh, good example. That K2, that's actually really important for our bone health, more so than calcium. So K2 is what's really important. And one problem, say, for example, um, is maternal osteoporosis, because most assume it's a result of a calcium deficiency. However, Actually, this has been shown in studies to be reversed with a K with a vitamin K two supplement. Um, so you want to make sure that you're actually having plenty of K two, and really don't stress about like this whole like you know drink milk for your calcium. That is done by marketing, um, but you yeah you don't need to buy into that. You're going to get plenty of calcium from um, leafy greens your nuts, your seeds, your eggs, um, you can take a calcium supplement if you want to take a calcium supplement, but you really can be getting a lot of it from your um, from your diet. And I know to some of you, you might freak out when I say this, but sardines are really, really high in calcium. Wild caught salmon is also high in calcium. Almonds are high in calcium. Um, but those sardines, um, the way I like to eat them, one, you want to make sure you're buying a good quality. So I like to get the fish Forever ones or the um fuck what are they called? Um the fish forever ones or let me pause. Okay, we're back again. I'm not doing a good job of the semi. Um, or the good fish ones. They um, I'm pretty sure good fish sells the sardines. They just have really good quality fish and like good ethical um sourcing and they use um, extra virgin olive oil they and they taste good so they're not really those sardines from fish forever are not really really fishy um side note that if, in case you don't know i've got a fave products page on my website you just go to the shop tab and then click favorite products um, and i list all this is like it's not a sponsored thing or anything i list all the products that i use and love because a lot of you ask me questions and so i decided this because then you don't have to ask me the questions of where to get it you can just click on it and buy it um, and those fish forever products are there Um, so yeah, sardines are a really good way of getting in the calcium. And if you don't like that, idea what I do is like I'm not going to eat them straight out of the tin obviously but I would do that with tuna and olive oil um, is I like to roast a pile of veggies especially pumpkin um, and put in some homemade pesto and then I put in lots of pesto and the sardines and love it it tastes really really good maybe just don't go making out with anybody afterwards but it tastes really good I've actually got a recipe for that on my website um, it's got zoodles pesto sardines um, and then like some roast pumpkin and charred broccoli broccolini um, but yeah that's a really nice idea that I like to do and it delicious and then you get lots of calcium in. Um a recent Harvard study actually even showed um concluded that humans have no nutritional requirement for animal milk as well. So that's again this whole like marketing thing about like you know a cup of milk a day or whatever that Hillary Duff one was like of like oh that's it. Got Milk. I used to have that poster in my bedroom actually of Got Milk. I used to be obsessed with Hilary Duff because I love that Lizzie McGuire movie. Um, I still love that Lizzie McGuire movie. Anyway, um, gotta love a good rom com. I'm such a romantic. I'm such a romantic and I fucking own it. I'm like, I want like the notebook moments, the, the like, give me flowers. Like, I buy myself flowers because I'm just like, I love getting flowers like I'm sorry just total side note but there is nothing better than someone giving you flowers on a random day for no apparent reason like and even on my birthday when people send me flowers it's like the nicest thing and people like no flowers die nobody wants flowers I'm like um I want flowers so if any of you want to send me flowers just dm me and I'll give you my address because I would like to say I would like flowers um I love getting flowers and just like surprise deliveries like that no, just flowers really. Um, okay. Sorry. Side note back to period pain. Um, so let's talk about magnesium deficiency. So magnesium is really important. Like I was talking about, it's going to relax those contractions in your lining of the uterus, which is going to help with your period pain, obviously. Um, Some scientists have actually concluded that magnesium deficiency is the main cause of PMS. Magnesium and B12, that combo reduces so much PMS, especially PMS-related anxiety. So I'd get on that combo, ladies. When you want to make sure that you're buying a really good activated B6 vitamin, Um, I like the ATP. These guys need to sponsor me because I mention this shit a lot because I really like their stuff. Um, I use the ATP one. So ATP multi-food that I use, it's got a really great amount of B1, B2, B3, B5, B6, and B9. It's got vitamin D, it's got zinc, it's got get better carotene, vitamin E, chromium, selenium, vitamin C, like great Great shit. So I would get that one if you want to. Otherwise, um, you can get a vitamin B complex from your naturopath, or go to um, a health food store and get a vitamin B complex from there. You just want to make sure it's activated. Um, cool. Something else is that magnesium is lowest in the follicular phase, which can cause fluid retention. So you really want to be making sure that you're having enough magnesium every day. And a side note is that even if you think I eat plenty of vegetables, therefore I don't need to take a magnesium tablet. Babe, I used to be anti-supplements, and one of my ex-boyfriends knows this. I would, like, fucking, like, all the time, like, stop taking supplements. You don't need supplements. Just eat vegetables. Um, And now I'm, like, I'm, like, you need to take supplements. So, funny. Anyway, um... I don't tell my clients to run supplements forever. I'm not a supplement for other people but, uh, person, but it's really important that you up your levels. If you are suffering from a hormonal imbalance, there is a nutrient deficiency going on that we need to address. The thing with magnesium, though, is that our soils are so depleted that we're not getting enough magnesium from our food. It doesn't matter how many leafy greens you eat, you're not going to get enough, enough magnesium. So it's actually important that you do every day take a magnesium Tablet, and this is reminding me to take a magnesium tablet. Tablet right now, so I'm going to just put this next to my desk. so I remember. Um, so you want to be taking magnesium glycinate again, the one that I use that I highly recommend um, from Solare. It's on my favourite products page, so I'll link that below. Take 400 milligrams a day, so it's four of these capsules a day, um, which is the recommended amount anyway on the packet. But yeah, you want to be having about 400 milligrams a day, and if you're really deficient, you can up it. If you're really stressed. You can up it because um your when you are stressed, it depletes your magnesium stores, and studies have actually shown that um, uh, magnesium can help block off the stress response in your brain so your brain is not going to get as stressed in stressful situations if you have enough magnesium uh, magnesium is also going to help with bloating uh, as does vitamin d uh, oh, sorry as does vitamin b6 i mean not d b6 um, vitamin d is very important for your hormones as well though with vitamin b6 you can be taking about 50 to 100 milligrams a day but of course check with your doctor blah 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 you guys know the drill of like asterisk disclaimer don't sue me that's what we're rolling with um Women also that have too much sugar are going to find that they have got more PMS, especially the period pain, because sugar is very pro-inflammatory. Um, women actually, so women who have PMS um, consume 275% more refined sugar than women who women who don't have PMS. So if that's not telling you to get off the fucking sugar, I don't know what is. Side note with the sugar, the worst thing that you can do is wean off it because those um, your brain is going to be still firing and wiring for that um, sugar craving, so it's going to make it 10 times harder. Just go cold turkey for three weeks. That's what you need to do. Um, Magnesium also helps improve... pms symptoms so dramatically that helps with fluid retention like i was saying before so if you find that over ovulation and stuff you get really bloated and it doesn't die down that is because you also don't have enough progesterone magnesium is going to help you reduce stress and if your stress is reduced you're not going to be depleting your progesterone so much so there is so many things that like tie into each other here that's really important but just like just do what i say basically um also, magnesium reduces inflammation, um, which co- which regulates your stress response. Like I was saying, and that also enhances your GABA activity. Um, and GABA activity is then going to increase your feelings of like happiness, and you're going to be feeling a lot better in your body. You're not going to have as much anxiety and depression, and all that anxiety and depression is coming from low progesterone due to the fact that your stress has been redu- um, your stress has been too much, reducing progesterone um, storage. Um, And then magnesium also helps in the manufacturing process of the steroid hormone, including the steroid hormone progesterone and amongst other steroid hormones like testosterone, which is good for your sex drive. So magnesium, also good for sex drive. Um, If you need like a straightaway fucking dying, oh, my God, sort of support, oh, I just saw my Vitex on my desk actually. Vitex is also really good for PMS, um, but if you need, oh, and, um, I also have my zinc here and I would get the ZMST from ATP Science, that zinc, or I've also got on my favorite products page, the zinc from, uh, let me just check the brand. The zinc is from BioBlends, which is Dr. Libby's brand. Um, that's an, also a really great zinc. You can get whichever one you want. Um, that's a good zinc to be using. Um, You also want to make sure for like bloating and period pain and stuff, like making sure that your liver and your gut is functioning really, really well because that's going to increase. If your gut isn't flushing out the estrogen like I've talked about in past episodes, then you're going to have that circulating estrogen in your body which is going to then obviously cause the period pain. Um, If your liver isn't able to flush out the estrogen, you're going to have more of that circulating estrogen causing the period pain. So it's really important that your liver is detoxed and your gut is perfect. So the gut right from ATP, you want to make sure that you do that protocol and i've got a blog post on it um and then working through your liver so this is why i'm like ladies just come to the online workshop next saturday and if you can't make the time as long as you register you'll get the replay um which will be up for like a couple of days afterwards or whatever but it's really important that you flush out your liver which i'm going to go through and you flush out your gut um so that your body is in a state where it's actually not reabsorbing the estrogen and that that part of it that you know part that can cause inflammation that's not there um we really want to be taking all avenues to reduce inflammation in your body but what i was going to say was if you have period pain and you need relief right fucking straight away magnesium spray is really good um i like the salt lab magnesium spray not sponsored but maybe i should email them um i like the uh the what's it called um yeah the salt like magnesium spray because it's not itchy i fucking hate itchy magnesium so uh i don't think you get it in america or maybe you can not sure um just get a magnesium oil spray spray it in your stomach and it absorbs straight into the area that it needs to go and that's why you get that relief Pretty fucking quickly. Um, other things that you can take, I will address in the in more depth in the um, online workshop, or you can come see me because there's obviously this is like the beginners point, right? So I want you ladies to be doing all of these things, and then we can do another podcast where we go into more like adaptogens and herbs and mushrooms and you know other things that you can try. But right now, I want you to all try these things and just get this part underway, making sure. You're nutrient stores where you need to be because there's no point you taking like mushrooms and herbs and stuff if you're not even going to address the root cause of inflammation and if you're not even going to get rid of the sugar or the dairy or the gluten or whatever oh yeah with gluten and stuff that's obviously really pro- pro-inflammatory so getting rid of that I actually did a blog post last night not a blog post an instagram post about how gluten has actually been linked to like amenorrhea um, which is the loss of your period so getting rid of that also the grains all of those things like dairy gluten sugar um, grains they cause leaky gut and then that is going to increase increase inflammation because food particles are going to go through your gut which is going to cause your body to basically attack itself and you know you don't want that um also something to mention is that all of these things you need to be doing before your cycle so all the turmeric and stuff so getting really high dose turmeric tablets to reduce inflammation is really important and i actually am going to get Haley, who's my right hand woman to put on the turmeric that i recommend to my clients on my favorite products page um but you want to be making sure that you're taking plenty of turmeric because that turmeric is going to lower inflammation. Um, what was I saying about the turmeric? Um, oh my God, my brain, where is it? Oh yeah, you need to be taking turmeric before you get the pain. So there's no point in you taking the turmeric like the two days before your period, like that's not going to work. You need to be taking it well before your period. Uh, and if anything, stop on the days of your period, like because nothing is going to work with your period straight away. It's actually this whole thing needs to be a preventative thing because the bottom line is over your cycle, the prostaglandins have been building up to cause the period pain. They've got to go out somehow. So you actually need to be preventing them to build up and then cause that this ridiculous amount of pain hope that makes sense um, in terms of magnesium quickly i'm gonna jump back because i'm just looking at it you want to make sure that you have magnesium glycinate ladies i can always guarantee that if you turn over your magnesium bottle especially if you bought it from like you know um i don't want to say the brand name but i'm just going to say it like you know swiss Blackmores. um uh those general ones you can get from like chemist warehouse and like woolies and stuff or like your supermarket If you look at the back and they've got magnesium um, citrate, those crappy quality magnesiums besides literally magnesium glycinate and magnesium chelate is like still pretty up there in terms of good, but things like citrate that you literally shit them out. So you take them and you spend the money, quote unquote, I've got magnesium tablets and you literally poo them out. They're not bioavailable. Magnesium glycinate, which is the one that I recommend on my Blog, is one of the best uh, absorbed forms and the least likely to cause GI effects, so gastrointestinal side effects. Um, and that's why, with, I mean, if you're constipated, take the citrate because it'll make you shit your brains out, which is perfect. Um, and if you are constipated, take the magnesium um, citrate, citrate. I'm pretty sure it's whatever, you can call it tomato, tomato, whatever, citrate, citrate, take it at 100 milligrams a day and then slowly increase up to 300 per day until you've literally shit your whole brains out. But um, magnesium glycinate is the one that you want to be taking for the most um, bioavailable and it's going to be the best absorbed by your body. Um, Magnesium is also critical for phase two of the liver detoxification, which is how you move estrogen out of your body. So with the magnesium glycinate, taking 300 to 600 milligrams daily. A side note, if you take the ZMST from ATP, which is the zinc, um, it's got zinc, magnesium, selenium, and um, taurine in it. If you take that one, and you're taking magnesium glycinate. Only take two of the magnesium glycinate that I've recommended, and then two of the zinc, like it's recommended, because this um, this zinc from ATP, it's got magnesium in it. Although it is magnesium citrate. Oh, I thought it was magnesium chelate for some reason. So it's magnesium citrate, um, which is the one that I was talking about. That's you basically shit out. So with this, just I'm just gonna like backtrack for a second. Fuck, maybe they changed it. I don't know. Whatever. Point being is. If you're taking the zinc and the magnesium at the same time, start off with two each. And then if you're not shitting your pants or anything, then you can increase the magnesium glycinate. I just want you to be cautious that you don't take too much magnesium glycinate, that you start having like diarrhea. You can't really OD on magnesium. You'll know when you OD because you'll be sitting on the toilet for two hours. So that's when you know that you've hit your threshold um what else a period pain I feel like that covers it all oh let's do Q&A um this is a this has been a good intro podcast for you ladies um about period pain before we jump on to like other sort of things um oh wow my chair is broken cool I really need to get a new fucking desk chair because I've gone through like too many I don't know obviously my ass is getting a bit too big got a lot of peachy booty okay Q&A let me open my Instagram beautiful So first question, cramps that focus on lower back pain. Um, Beck, I want you to be focusing on estrogen dominance, flushing that out, and reducing inflammation. That whole area in your pelvis is inflamed and it's being pushed towards your back. So I want you to focus on um, reducing inflammation, generally speaking, and also focusing on liver detoxification like we've talked about today. And make sure you come to my online workshop. Um, Even if you haven't been on the pill, actually, side note, Just, if you just come anyway, because basically there's a lot of sort of things that, you know, they go over, like, like for example, the birth control, like the um, online workshop for hormonal birth control, if you have heavy periods, come because it's literally the same fucking protocol. So if you have period pain, come because you'll have so many things that you can be doing after that workshop. Next question is from Sarah Elizabeth. Um, They're so bad in the first 24 hours. So everything we've talked about today, that's what you need to be doing to prevent them. Um, Your question was how to prevent them. There you go um, Emily, why do we get them and how to best relieve pain or other symptoms attached to it? We've covered that today. Um, could you go from having big period pain to no period pain based on a lifestyle diet change? Absolutely. And I've got my clients to testify, not testify to adhere to that. Um, so yes is the answer to that. Um, what other ones are related to this? Uh, how to keep working and doing all the things when you hurt so bad. Oh, this is from Phoebe. Um, so firstly, don't push. If you keep pushing through any time, if you find that actually if you've had a stressful cycle, what it tends to happen is if you aren't listening to your cycle and working with your cycle, make sure you download the Power of Your Period e-book that I've got on my website for free. If you aren't working with your cycle, it will show up. It will absolutely show up and so it's really important that you look after yourself at all different times of your cycle so you aren't bedridden when you get your period. Um, Phoebe, you don't need to keep working and doing all the things when you hurt so bad. You need to look after yourself so that you can actually make it go away and not stress and push it under the carpet because the more you don't listen to her, the more she will come back with um, a vengeance. So you need to be listening to her and tuning in and asking her what she needs. Period cramps versus ovulation cramps: the feelings, signs beforehand. Okay, so ovulation cramps, um, you tend to get them on the side, like almost where your ovaries are, Um, and you can like feel it in your ovaries, and it tends to be more of like a pinching thing. Um, So the same protocol applies of it's estrogen dominance, and you need to be flushing out more of that estrogen, um, which is the same really with part of the period cramp stuff. So making sure that you are not eating processed foods, Caitlin, that you're you're really flushing out your estrogen, that your liver is working really well, that you're reducing inflammation, reducing stress, making sure you're having plenty of zinc for healthy ovulation, all of those sort of things. Also, guys, you don't need to be taking supplements. So zinc, lamb is really high in zinc. So I would just be eating more lamb as opposed to taking supplements. Um, The only reason why I had a zinc one here um, was because since my Um, second surgery from my ski accident I've been getting psoriasis on the back of my arms and I can't make it go away and it's been really frustrating me um because I'm doing everything and I'm just still trying to figure it out I've actually come down to the conclusion that I think I'm allergic to alcohol um fun times so you don't need to be taking a zinc supplement you could just be eating lamb because lamb's also really really bioavailable um the difference between period cramps and early pregnancy cramp signs. Oh, Caitlin, this is so exciting. Um, okay, so in terms of um, period cramps and early pregnancy cramps, cramping typically occurs in your pregnancy when you can feel your uterus expanding and it's causing the ligaments and muscles that support your uterus to um, start growing and stretching. So this tends to be a little bit more noticeable when you, if you cough or you sneeze or you tense your muscles um and it's going to be you know um with your period pain it tends to be much lower down where like the like almost where your sort of cervix meets the lining of your uterus whereas your um your uh early pregnancy cramps can tend to be a little bit not much but a little bit higher up um so Yeah, do a pregnancy test. How exciting would that be? But it is okay. Um, to be having a normal, to be having mild tummy cramps. Um, And it's really just usually linked to the physical changes your body's going through as it gears up for carrying a baby. You know, you need 800% more collagen in your body. You've got a lot more things going on. Um, But if you're worried, of course, just go see your doctor. Just be wary of anything she says, of course, because um, as you guys will see in my next podcast, doctors, um, not all, but a lot of doctors put a lot of fear in our minds. That's really not fucking needed. So I'm going to do that Uh, later which i'm super excited about that'll be a great episode for you guys and i would love for you to all share it cool There are all of the questions um thank you guys for sending them all through i hope you've gotten lots out of this podcast today as per usual send me through more dms please 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 share this podcast with your friends on your instagram stories and stuff so that we can have more women understanding their period knowing that period pain is common but not normal i want to yell it from the rooftops Period pain, PMS, all that jazz. It's common, but it's not normal. It is a sign that something is wrong. So that can be your slogan to put on your Instagram stories when you screenshot this: "Of period pain is common, but not normal." And let's shout this from the rooftop, rooftop for all the ladies that need to hear it, and all the ladies that need to hear that being on the pill is not going to fix their problem. Unfortunately, it's a band aid solution. If there was a magic pill, I would be giving it to y'all. Um, amazing, amazing, amazing. I will talk to you all very shortly. Have an incredible week. Thank you so much for all of your support. I've had over 13,000 downloads with this podcast, which is fucking amazing in like what? a month and a bit like I think it's maybe just not even just two months I think it's probably I started it you know when I was in Melbourne which was the very end of Jan so it's been under two months and we've got nearly 13 I've just opened my thing 13 and a half thousand downloads which is fucking epic so thank you all for sharing thank you all for the love honestly from the bottom of my heart I'm so fucking grateful for this work I do and, and for this life that I've created for myself I just fucking love my job and my life yes another surgery yes we have got the hard time but my uh, but boy oh boy do I just look for the good times and it really does change your life as according to the life is easy podcast have an incredible day I'll talk to you soon bye well thank you again for tuning in and listening to my podcast I hope that you got lots of nuggets out of today's show Uh, please 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 I would be really grateful if you could leave me a review so that more women can find the podcast and therefore I can help more women understand their period and fix their period problems because after all, it's a much nicer life to live when we actually love our cycle because we do have to um, keep up with it every single month. Also, if you have any friends or loved ones that you think enjoy my podcast, I'd be super grateful if you could send it to them as well just to share the love. And that's it for now. So I will catch you on the flip side. Have an amazing day or night wherever you are.